0: Hello, everyone, to another Eat, Speak podcast, the most delicious podcast of the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. We are in, we are ready for Thanksgiving, Steve. I don't know if you're ready at your house. We're ready here. We're making plans to travel, but I know a lot of people uh, are not traveling. A lot of people are having a very different kind of Thanksgiving this year. And so we thought we'd have somebody who knows a lot about cooking, knows a lot about Texas, and has cooked a lot of turkey dinners to come on and talk with us today on the Eat Speak podcast. We want to welcome our very special guest, Chef Stephen Piles. Stephen?
1: Bud, how are you? Good to see you. Uh,
0: it's great to see you too. Well, uh, and it's great to be seeing people these days. But That's
1: right. By but by it, and you know, unfortunately, it, I've forgotten everything I know about cooking during the pandemic. Does that do I, Does it still count?
0: You forgot everything you know about cooking. Has it just all been reheating and delivering yeah, yeah. for you? Is it just you know just just have it all brought over? Well, no,
1: in actuality, I've i probably cooked more in the last eight months than I have in the last eight years, just because I have the time now. It's been really it's been fun cooking again.
0: You know, I think I think that's true of everybody. I saw where before the pandemic something like seventeen percent of meals were cooked and the rest were uh take out or carry out or, or or frozen, you know, uh, reheat from somewhere. And now it's gone from like 17% to like 35% or 40% of meals are cooked at home now. And I I've think really- everybody's rediscovered cooking.
1: Yeah, I think that's right.
0: Well, I should introduce you first. I mean, Stephen Piles, the you know the uh, definitive chef of Dallas for uh, about three decades, uh, along with Dean Fearing. But the, you know, Stephen Pyle's leadership at you know, Ruth Street Cafe, Baby Ruth, and finally Star Canyon, uh, put Dallas on the map, uh, established Southwestern and Texas cuisine as a force to be reckoned with. And you came out of a truck stop in Big Spring, Texas. Is that right?
1: That's right. In four decades, but who's counting?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to tag you oh, in too oh, many oh, decades. Really? Four? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel old? <laughs> I was I, I wasn't going to assign you too many decades there. I, when when I tell people I've been doing this for that many decades, they they they, they kind of roll their eyes. But yeah. it all started with your family on a truck stop, and and it went did. from. Uh, and what'd you do? Uh, what and that was the, the was it the Pink Elephant, White Elephant truck stop? What was the name of it? No, 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 no
1: that was uh, in Weatherford. Ours was the uh, uh, the we had the franchise the local Philip sixty six. So it was the. Uh, Big String, the, the Philip 66 Big, Stru- Big Spring uh, Truck Stop Cafe.
0: Okay. And you helped cook breakfast around the world. Oh, what did you do?
1: I, I say I did. They might take uh, issue with that. I was in the kitchen or, or I, I played in the dining room mostly at a pretty young age, you know, 10, 12. Just they can't do that today, unfortunately, with child labor. But uh, I, I just I hung out there a lot and that became uh, part of my culture for sure.
0: Well, you've continued to, to build the, the most famous restaurants in Dallas. And I would say over the years, your restaurants are the ones that readers in Fort Worth, Arlington, Star Telegram readers, have wanted to visit over and over again. And, they, you know, if they go to Dallas, they go to Star Canyon. They go to Ruth Street. They go to Baby Ruth. And it almost becomes the definitive if you're go, if you going to Dallas. You have to go to, you know, one of Stevens' restaurants. For those who don't know, tell us what you're doing now.
1: Okay uh and that changes daily <laughs> and that's a lot of fun actually uh i'm working on some consultancies so i'm not you know not working 24 hours a day anymore like i did for so many those four decades uh i'm uh, consulting for three different groups and um i've kind of gotten into uh working with the retirement communities so they're 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 starting to develop uh more and more high-end luxury facilities and so i'm associating with those they want obviously good food and, and usually a brand so i'm working with a, a couple of those facilities uh, in dallas and then one in uh, it's coming up in georgetown and uh and then i'm working with fireside pies
0: yeah that's what we want you to talk about as fireside yeah, pies yeah fireside pies that's pies a- by piles uh uh pies
1: by yeah. piles right yes yeah. Fireside by Piles, and uh, Fireside by Piles. Fireside by Piles, and I'm headed over there today actually because we're doing um, Thanksgiving takeout uh, starting next Monday. You can pick up on Monday or Tuesday, and so order
2: deadline is Friday.
1: Order deadline is.
0: Tomorrow,
2: exactly. Yes. So well, we're here actually, to- I think I have a photo of that here. It's a, oh, yeah, right. what yeah. Right. yeah. What do yeah. we have yeah. here?
0: That looks like a turkey in the middle. A turkey well, and Turkey
2: pop. and
1: dressing. We're doing blue corn chorizo stuffing, uh, wood yeah. roast turkey, and uh, poke. Pork shoulder, and the pie looks much better than that picture because it's a pumpkin pecan pie. Actually, now it's, it's it's imagine that pie with a layer of pecan on top. It's one of those things, you know. You always have to make that decision: do I want pumpkin or do I want pecan? Well, now you don't have to make a decision.
0: So you you get it all. Well, that package is one hundred ninety-five dollars. It feeds four to six. Four to six. Uh, the, the deadline is Friday, and you order it at Fireside Pies for everybody that wants to run order one right now. Uh, but I, I want to ask you, I mean, all the restaurants offering these cook at home, warm at home, takeout packages, you know, what goes into all this? You don't have enough ovens to roast all these turkeys at once. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, how, how does all this work that people put out all these take home dinners?
1: Well, we're going, it's so why I'm heading to Fort Worth here after, after this show, uh, we're going to prepare all the turkeys and, um, uh, turkey breast and pork today and then uh saturday and sunday we're going to work on all the sides the we're doing a lotes and spicy sweet sweet potatoes i do a cranberry mojo it's like a relish it's like a warm uh vinaigrette with uh chilies and it's really delicious so we're going to put all that together at the uh fort worth fireside pies just because it's got a a Bigger kitchen than most, and then we'll we'll deliver that to each of the six units, and so the neighborhoods you can pick up in your neighborhood from that unit.
2: And this well, women, is that, a, fireside, women that fireside, women that fireside, kitchen in the middle still, or do you have a kitchen yeah. in back
1: too? Well, both. There's a kitchen in the middle, and then there's a bigger kitchen in the back. It's massive. That's a great store. There's These, a big big prep kitchen in the back.
0: It's a beautiful restaurant. These turkeys are listed as wood roasted. Is that a is that a, a hickory roast a pecan roast what do you uh,
1: they use hickory and oak so okay. i'm not sure what we'll be using i'll, I'll find out today yeah it's whatever they normally use in their in their wood
0: ovens we kind of have a, a a turkey crisis in texas you know with greenberg
2: and that, of course, is a
0: hickory smoked turkey yeah. i would say the greenberg turkeys have been as famous as, as uh, you know, and Neiman Marcus takeout and yeah. Collins Street Bakery fruitcakes, and, and you know they're they're just a go-to for so many families at Thanksgiving. And Greenberg has said they were not not able to fill ninety thousand turkey orders this year it's because of the fire in Thailand. Right? Uh, have you had any ripple effect Have people been?
1: Uh, you know, I don't think so. anymore, more I think we had already ordered all our turkeys in. I'm not sure where they I'm sure where Joe got them, but uh, it was not an issue. We've got we've got all our stock.
0: What and and so you started cooking really a week before Thanksgiving to get all this ready. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Get the meats ready now, and then uh, this weekend because people will pick up actually Monday or Tuesday.
2: What should people look have a- for? Go ahead, Steve. They still have a couple of open orders for people that, you know, said Friday's the deadline, right? So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do eight or 10 extra orders just in case, you know, because I've got people still texting me thinking, is it too late? Is it too late? So there's going, there's always a few extra. So we'll, we'll prepare eight or 10 extra. That'll be, okay. That'll be- I
0: mean, what, uh, what should people look for when they're choosing a uh, Thanksgiving takeout dinner? There are a lot of places offering takeout dinners this year that don't usually offer mm-hmm. takeout. Is there anything to watch for or a kind well, you know to choose and picking where you're getting your Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's a personal taste.
1: You look at the menu and say, I want this one, this restaurant's over you know, obviously you need to trust the facility. You trust the restaurant. So uh, if it's a restaurant that you like and take out and go too often, take out from, um, you know, see what they're offering. If that's something, I mean, typically it's going to be turkey and dressing or otherwise it's not Thanksgiving, right? So, but some people want duck. I don't know that anybody's offering that, but I bet they are. And so it really depends at your personal taste what do you want for
0: thanksgiving let's talk about dressing and stuffing when i I, it caught my eye when i saw you had the blue corn chorizo dressing i thought Uh that sounds fantastic that's that's a step out dressing but so many of these restaurants and chefs are from other parts of the country and they i mean i have seen people literally get up and walk out of a restaurant away from thanksgiving because their their turkey came with a Uh, An oyster stuffing or or, a white bread stuffing, and it wasn't what they expected.
1: Well, isn't that interesting? I wouldn't trust those people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't trust anybody who doesn't eat chocolate either. But (laughs) but, uh, no, this is interesting because this dressing, Bud, goes way back. In fact, uh, I created it back in the 80s, that first decade. And uh, it was, uh, do you remember the show Great Chefs of Friends Cooking? I mean, sorry, uh, Great Chefs of the West. Oh, yeah. PBS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my probably first time I was ever on TV. And there was no budget for that. They just kind of came in rolling the cameras and you just did it. But, but we each did, each of the chefs did three recipes. And one of mine was wild turkey with blue corn chorizo stuffing. So – it obviously that's seasonal. So what they did again? This was in '85 or '6. So that's been a few years. So every year, for years and years and years, they would air that. PBS would nationally during Thanksgiving because it was a you know. So it was interesting. People would say, "Oh, I saw you on TV the other day." how old were you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so <laughs> dressing, this dressing is really, you know, it's, it's a uh, blue corn. It's that famous, uh, of my signature, blue corn bread that I do, I've done at all the restaurants, either a muffin or a bread or a blue corn star at Star Canyon, blue corn skillet stick at Baby Roof. It's all the same thing in a different shape. So we just take that, crumble it up, uh, mix it with uh, a Mexican chorizo, lots of, you know, onion, garlic, the typical uh, mixing for a stuffing, uh, carrot, celery, onion, sage, uh, and uh, a little deglaze with a little whiskey, just for fun. So it's uh, it's really just uh, I don't know. It's, it, it's become so traditional to me, it doesn't seem out there. But I guess it would be for somebody else. And you're terrific.
0: doing yeah, and you're doing a latte with the Thanksgiving dinner too.
1: Yes, we are Uh uh-huh lotes and uh uh spicy whipped sweet potatoes and um we're doing uh oh it's interesting we're doing i I wanted to tie something back to fireside so usually i do a pumpkin pecan pie a choice of pumpkin pecan pie or an apple cream cheese pie and i said let's do something with the apple so we're going to do a pie but it's going to be with um it's so like a flatbread. So we're going to do caramelized apples and cream cheese or maybe goat cheese or no, mascarpone, I think, and uh, a little balsamic glaze.
0: Now, do I want the pumpkin pecan pie or can I order the Baker's Mark bourbon chocolate cake? Can I can I order uh, one of those on the side?
1: Well, you probably would better order it now just in case to get them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would accommodate you.
0: Steve, have you tried? Have you looked at the fireside by piles menu? Some of the, you know, the, uh, yeah, the, the, I, the, the, the Chipotle a, short rib and the chocolate cake catch everyone.
2: <clears throat> the short rib is kind of what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. The uh, identify these the,
0: while they're on the screen for us, Steve. What what do we, oh, are we? start yeah, with
1: right the left. That's our uh, Pacelli salad. It's just uh-huh. an English pea salad with with uh, bacon and and boiled egg and mayonnaise and just all things good with a little prosciutto and some crostini. And then to the right of that, we have, uh, which has the tostada on it, that is our uh, shrimp ceviche with coconut and passion fruit, which has got a little kick to it. Really nice. That's an appetizer. And then to the right of that is the um, the, the the short rib that Steve was referring to with a, with a buttered pappardelle. It's a yeah. cut up chipotle barbecue on it
0: and, from, short rib.
1: Uh-huh. and then um going uh to the bottom left is what the hell is that <laughs> oh is that that's uh, that's our salmon sorry
0: i believe I was, that's the salmon. I, salmon.
1: I was gonna say <laughs> new chicken no so that's our salmon with uh grilled salmon wood roasted salmon with um it, it's a uh, butternut squash polenta And it has on top a fennel salad that's got hazelnut and a little red onion in it. It's it's really delicious. Dressed with orange, so it's got some orange in it. So really, really nice combination of flavors. And then we have, and this is already kind of out of season because it's gotten a little, well, still warm, I guess. That's our smoked tomato gazpacho Mm -hmm. with uh, garlic uh, chili croutons. And uh, good olive oil.
0: I, I plan to get some before it goes out of season. Yeah. You know, I, you're, you're on the, I would call this the polenta line here. See so you know what I'm saying? The Fort Worth Fireside Pies is probably the westernmost outpost of polenta west of here. They probably call it grits. But uh,
1: yeah, I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. Steve, my, uh, my Steve you then you
2: say? do pizzas too, which, which, which. Uh, let's say I have a couple of pizzas. Oh there. yeah, yeah. Know, uh, uh,
1: we have uh, we did a. You know, I was on a trip with the uh, with the owner, Mark. Monfrey, <laughs> A uh, uh, fireside back in January, we were on a river cruise on the Mekong from uh, Siem Reap to, or from uh, Ho Chi Minh City to Siem Reap, and we kept having these pizzas, and that's when we started talking about maybe working together. And we had these uh, pizzas that were uh, done with rice paper and egg, and then they're done onto a flat top, and then any kind of topping that you can imagine. So that was the inspiration for that. So we've done a, a, a Vietnamese rice paper pizza. And then I did one that I learned many, many years ago down in Oaxaca. Oaxaca is one of my favorite places to eat in the world. And they do this thing called clauda. And it is a white corn tortilla done in a wood oven. And it has usually black bean and avocado and it can have chicken or pork and whatever. So we've done a clauda and that. And then we also did a keto pizza uh, and, and one with cauliflower. So we've done four different kind of edgy pizzas,
0: I guess. Are you going to keep doing seasonal menus for fireside? And is he going to have you start doing menus for golden chick or any of his other restaurants?
1: Well, it's interesting. That's how we first met. I first met Mark back in gosh, the late eighties. Probably I did uh, a marinade. He, he, when he, he had just developed golden chicken and he wanted to do a rotisserie chicken as well. And I developed a marinade for him. And as far as I know, he's still using that marinade. So, um, Maybe who knows?
0: I'll I'll try
1: it. I'll, I'll, I'll help any way I can.
0: <laughs> well, it's I'm that, glad it's brought I you to foreplay a couple
1: of times. I, I call uh, Golden Chicken his cash chicken. It's no kidding. Cow, but it's a cash chicken.
0: Steve, have you? Do you have a, a, a thought about uh, Thanksgiving coming up, or what? what, yeah, what I mean, what do you think should be good? Um, and I'm asking Steve Wilson here. Steve, you, yeah, no, I, what's I'm, your take on where Thanksgiving? should be or where people should go have you looked over some of the different restaurants and what they're offering
2: uh, yeah yeah i've also been doing the numbers for the, our charts and stuff uh for keeping track of the mm-hmm. covid stuff and i really think probably should just uh, go pick up a dinner and, and stay home
0: <laughs> well there are a lot of good takeout dinners and, but you have to order them a couple of days ahead because yeah. you can't expect people this is something i'm trying to explain to, to uh diners is you can't expect to call at 10 o'clock on thanksgiving morning and say i want to come pick up a turkey dinner okay. there's a few exceptions you may be able to do that at lubies central market whole foods somewhere like that uh on short notice but you're really going to have to call uh this weekend to get your orders in uh, Stephen, steven do you have you uh, you have any um, suggestions for uh, both?
2: um no, not really. Yeah, um, it's, uh, I was uh, kind of eyeing uh, uh, Stephen's uh, menu here with uh, that uh, turkey and uh, and uh, the idea of a uh, that I wouldn't have to choose between pumpkin pie and pecan pie is it, really appealing to me.
0: <laughs> I like I like a pumpkin pecan pie or a sweet potato pecan pie. Those are both really good. Mm-hmm. I I did check and uh, just for you know, for uh, for viewers and, and for uh, podcast listeners uh, right now as as we're talking. Uh, the Del Frisco's in Fort Worth still has patio tables available for Thanksgiving. They're open for lunch and dinner all day. They have that big wrap around French balcony. So I think the most likely place to dine outside is at Del Frisco's, either the Double Eagle or the Grill. Uh, the dinners are a little bit different. One's about you know, 50, one's about you know, 45 or something like that. Um, Capital Grill still has a few tables, but maybe not outside. Uh, Blue Mesa, of course, is doing there. Uh, buffet in a different way and they serve it personally but they have some tables at their big restaurant in Fort Worth and then just for inside dining Eddie V's and Ruth's Chris Ruth's Chris have some tables available Uh, but you know basically don't forget Luby's is open Luby's is still in business it's up for sale Stephen can you put some people together to save Luby's what's happened to the cafeteria
1: you know that was always my go-to cafeteria after Highland Park cafeteria closed certainly uh is it still part of the um uh, uh papa's chain or did the i pappas,
0: it off? Papa's, uh, the papas spun it off separately oh, and now okay. it's for sale so all right. the pappas uh, are the ceos but it's separate right. from the Papa's restaurants okay. oh one other uh, besides del frisco is one other restaurant that has reservations available online that you can book and probably get tables outside is Cut and Bourbon, that's the nice restaurant in the Live by Lowe's Hotel in Arlington. So, uh, right. Del Frisco's Double Eagle, the Del Frisco's Grill in Fort Worth, Cut and Bourbon in Arlington. I know that they still have uh, good tables, reservations available online that show to be outside tables. Uh, if you go someplace inside, uh, be sure that the windows are open and it's there's a lot of fresh air, it's a big airy place. Uh, and for that, I, I think places like the 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 Riverwalk Grill at the uh, Marriott Gaylord Texan. You know the air circulation is probably good enough there, mm-hmm. that that, uh, that you're in pretty good shape. It's almost like being outside. So,
1: and they, you know, do a big, do, they do a big Thanksgiving.
0: They They're do also. a big Thanksgiving at the Riverwalk Grill. If mm-hmm. you're dining at home, uh, eat outside if you can. Uh, you'll have everybody bring their own dinner if you can, so you're not sharing uh, spoons or ladles. If you're, you know, if you if you have one dinner for everybody, then Get everybody to uh, you know serve people's helpings. Don't let them uh, touch their helpings. Uh, try to eat outside and stay six feet apart. Yeah. If you have to eat out, it looks good to be. It's going to be a nice day. But if, if you have to eat inside, open all the windows and doors, put fans up, get as much air moving through as you can. And uh, let's try to keep people happy for Christmas dinner. Stephen, are you going to do a Christmas dinner for Fireside?
1: You know, we talked about it. We're going to see. We wanted to see how this went, and actually, it's been pretty successful. So, my guess is yes, we will.
0: Well, I, I know it's been successful in Fort Worth, and I think you know people are so happy with Fireside, and the Fireside in Fort Worth has kind of stuck it out in the middle of all the other turnover in the West Seventh yeah. area, and it becoming more of a, of a bar crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. The Fireside has, has stuck it out and and has always upheld the quality of you. Know, Fireside and Olivella's and Conoroso are kind of the three uh, right. pizza kings we have over here. Yeah. So we're, you know we're happy to have all three, and and I know people are, are thrilled the night that you came mm-hmm. uh, to Fort Worth, and they'll be you know they'll be thrilled to you know come pick up their turkey. Steve Wilson, any more turkey thoughts?
2: Uh, no, I mean it's just uh, if you haven't thawed your turkey out, you need to do it now. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, no kidding. If you if if you have that frozen turkey, get it out and start thawing it. Start working on. It. If you haven't called in your order yet, you can order online. Can you? I think you can order. You can order the. Uh, I know you can order the fireside by piles online and have it delivered. I think the things we talked about, the chipotle short rib, the salmon, you can order those online. They're all clickable, and you can have uh, delivery services bring them out. And I, I, you have to call, I think, or email to order the Thanksgiving dinner. I, Stephen, do I right. have that right? That's exactly right. Yeah, but everything else that we mentioned, you can call, you can click up Fireside and, and have uh, one of the delivery services bring out the Stephen Piles, the Short Rib, or any of the dishes we want. Stephen, it is so great. Where is where are restaurants going in in twenty twenty one? You know, where where is the whole business going from here, and, and what happens next?
1: That's a really good question. It's going to be, I think, an opportunity for certain people. It's with all the frustration and and downside to what's happened with uh, restaurants just trying to stay open. It's also going to offer opportunity to others for um, uh, locations that would not be available otherwise at a decent price. Uh, But it's also going to be an opportunity for people who can kind of recreate. The direction, which is certainly, you know, so many of the things you talked about in preparation for Thanksgiving and, and safety measures. You know, there, we can't, even with vaccines, I don't think we're going to be able to completely go back to normal without at least thinking about certain things that we're going to need to change our habits. So, um, you know, I, I, there's going to be a hell of a up And, uh, you know, there's been anywhere from, You know, 30 to 60 percent is a figure that's thrown around out there, the restaurants that could close. And um, it's interesting because, you know, after I've lived through a lot of recessions and and 9-11 and and, and tragedies otherwise. And it was always, you know, you come to a place, you kind of have to lean up and you and you recreate yourself. You have to do things that don't really, that, that, that the customer can't see, touch, feel, taste. And yet you've made these significant changes. And so when you get beyond that, you're kind of in a better place because you're leaner and you're, you're, it's, you're, can be more profitable. So it, it's not always a bad thing to go through these things, but this one is a little deeper. This one's deeper, obviously. And, you know, 9 11 and these other, uh, tragedies that I've talked about. They, it's interesting. The menu, uh, what people eat changes. You know, uh, I'm really concerned about fine dining. I, I have been for years, but really now because people aren't, they're not eating foie gras and caviar and lobster. They want comfort food fried chicken and you know meatloaf and roast, you know pork and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how that all fares out because it's going to be fine. Dining is going to struggle.
0: Well, I've told restaurateurs that people, and and I've said this from March that they have to be, uh, have to have ordering online uh, because you can't have your people tied up with that caller who says, well, tell me what's on the menu. And then then you're, you're tied up for 10 minutes and you only get one order. And that time you can get five or seven orders, you know, people ordering online. So you have exactly to have pe- you have to have people ordering online uh-huh. you have to use social media to get people to, just to, to let people know what you have every single day what mm-hmm. your specials are and put that picture in front of people that they say i need to go get that uh-huh. you, know, and, you know and you have to have you know curbside and drive through if you can and and but have a, about, you know, have a setup
1: yeah but think about the difference in quality and choices and styles from taking out delivering picking up whatever and sitting at a restaurant where you have this elaborate kind of creation and presentation presented before you that's all that's all out the window so that's that's one of the big big changes I'm, I'm I completely agree with you that people are going to be ordering online and it has to be easy and concise uh, but it is going to change the direction of food completely
0: yeah and, and all the other uh, Crises that you mentioned, and the nine eleven, and the other, the other time, and none of those was a situation where so many more people started cooking and learned how to bake their own bread and started, you know, cooking and baking at home. This has been a year when people learned that they could dine at home, uh, you know, you know, much and save quite a bit of money and and enjoy what they're doing and have an adventure. And will it it, that that will affect the restaurant business more than?
1: They can office at home. They can dine at home. There's a lot of things they can do at home they didn't think they could.
0: And now, so restaurants are going to have to bring them out again. Well, I know you'll be part of making plans on how to bring people out and uh, that you'll have something special that's worth coming out for or right now worth calling in for. So Yeah, there we go. Is, is there anything, I, I guess, uh, oh, you know, the turkey is not on the Fireside Pies website. Do we need to give a phone number, an address? What's Joe's? Uh, contact for people who want to order, the, or they can call the Fireside Pies. That's right. Call yeah, Fireside Pies it's and it's Fort Worth Grapevine. Pies. Yeah, call the F- Fort Worth or Grapevine locations. They can order the turkey dinner, and you'll have it ready to pick up on uh, you know next week on on right. on, on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday next week.
1: And uh, Steve, they, I was going to say it's Joe Bozarth at FiresidePies.com. Either that's way, that's good.
0: Any more thoughts? I mean, I'm glad you're on talking about Tarrant County and Tarrant County Restaurants and coming over to the Fireside Pies here to cook.
1: Good. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to the future. We've all got to, God knows, mm-hmm. 2020 behind us, right?
0: And Steve Wilson, any more turkey talk?
2: No, I think, I think we've, we've gobbled everything up here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, then, until next time on the Eat Speed Podcast, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson.
1: And Stephen Potts.